this is me talking about it, so we might as well fucking record it. Might as well get started with surviving President Trump. <laughs> what week is it? It's 14. Oh, we missed. Oh, 13 was last week? Yeah, 13 was last week. We didn't week. die. We could have. We wait, survived. Wait till week 66. Um, I'd like to dedicate this episode to our haters out there. <laughs> we have haters? <laughs> we actually have an interesting fan base we have found out recently in the last two weeks in terms of thought uh fan base yeah so shout out to the fans <laughs> we need to come up with um a little nickname you know like trebeckies follow alex trebeck and like trekkies and uh little, we should just call them are, oopsies because they definitely just accidentally listened <laughs> i like that <laughs> Here's another one that's grosser, but you know how our acronym is SPT? We call them like spittles. That's like S P T L S. Spittle is like throw up from babies, bro. Yeah, I know. I said it was gross. I guess it's fitting. Disclaimer, this was gonna be a gross idea. Um so, I like whoopsies. Yeah. Hey whoopsies! Do we I, Hashtag I'm a whoopsie. I'm Hashtag a, I'm with whoopsie. Stop. Hashtag whoopie whoopsie. <laughs> Hashtag Ask me about SPT. <laughs> yeah, we need a, a merch store. Um, Ooh, don't tempt me. I'll get on that so fast. I'll get that crowd uh, Kickstarter going. Look out. Brent has a project. <laughs> <It's gonna, laughs> um, yeah, so in the past week or so, it really has been weird. <laughs> that we, How so? Because um, I just wanted an excuse to podcast with you. <laughs> and now... Now we're getting feedback, and people are like, I listen to you every week. I'm like, why? (laughs) It's not even for you. To be honest, we don't have, no one's one's really given us consistent, like, feedback other than, I listen to it. Yeah. And you're like, okay, great. (laughs) Which is cool, and I appreciate that. I I would be interested in some constructive commentary. (laughs) Did you see... Maybe this is why you sound like you don't know what I'm talking about. Because there was this guy that posted on our wall that said that we say like too much. <laughs> I was this. When was this? Because I saw something and I clicked on it and it like disappeared. Yeah. So I deleted it, it. Oh, no. <laughs> My God. Leave that shit up there. No. It this was is our really first mean. fight. It was some guy that was like this old. This not old. He was just like. He was like middle-aged white man and no, i was like well how did you even let's leave all feedback up there because that's how you engage the community then that's when our true fans will be like you're mean i'm gonna start a discussion about like he, he said i tried to listen to it but it was so hard like 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 like, like you know he said like i would have i would have written and i said yeah like i totally like understand like I actually, when I saw that, I, so I did see that. Yeah. But it, got, it went away when I, like, after I clicked on it. I thought he meant, like, he was, like, liking it, like, trying to like it over and over and over see, again. See, this is where we're, this is where we differ. Brent's like, oh, he likes it. Oh, he likes it. He put so many likes because he called, yeah. he only has one like and he can't like I it. I did respond, but and then I was like, this is stupid. I shouldn't respond. Aww. I'm open to, I'm open to the haters. No, please don't. Why? Let don't invite that. Me. I don't because it's going to come to my inbox, and <laughs> I don't that's how that. he's surviving. But you know, yeah, just let it. I out. will gladly be an old, I'm assuming racist man's punching bag, as long as he's not harassing. Yeah, no, he wasn't. I think he, I because I stalked his. I didn't. I just went to his Facebook. I didn't stalk him, but <laughs> all his posts were like, <gasps> like. Pro Hil- <laughs> pro Hillary and like all this shit. I don't. It's it's what people say. It is. It's there's nothing wrong with it, and it's and fun fact: men say it more than women. You yeah. masculine fucktards out there who are like hyper masculine. <clears throat> men actually say like more often than women. So fuck you. This is the fag cast, and we're like totally doing it. <laughs> oh my god, fag cast. That's our next podcast. Oh my god, that's the, what the podcast is going to be when Trump is either impeached, dies, assassinated, I guess it's the same as dying, 
or the fat cast leaves? is really just the name of my next single where it's just me saying like and that's it oh i want that it's so a remix bad. um why isn't that a thing make it happen right now it's like what what in the butt like 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 <laughs> yeah um so how are you doing i'm not great what's going on what's going on there this week yeah what was going on this week I thought this week went great, but I also have not been listening to the news. Or reading um, the news. That's why it's not great, because ah. it's 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 just like this this dread, <laughs> this dread that keeps building up because like it's still happening, but like there's less people <laughs> um, protesting and shit. So I just feel like we're gonna we're gonna lose momentum and just. Yeah. Um, cause I definitely haven't done anything <laughs> and, um, I'm in all these groups on Facebook and it seems like things are happening, but maybe not. I mean, there are going to be lulls. Like, I don't feel like you can be protesting all the time. There's like so many bills that are happening now. This week was the week that like all the house bills started happening. So... Uh, there was one about getting rid of the Department of Education or whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. And there was one about other shit that's bad. I can't even tell you what it is because I scroll past it. I'm like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> this sucks. But that's actually what we should be focusing on is individual bills that we can call on in reference to like this specific bill I want you to fight against. Right. I mean, I <clears throat> agree that so that's the thing. Like, that's a tactic is just all the shit at once, right? Because you can't, you can't, we can't exert our power as citizens on every single thing. We can, yeah, you know what I mean? Unless we are so strategic that we're like, okay, this million people go out and march. And then, oh, this other million people go out and march about this other thing. So I think, and everything in Indivisible says you got to focus on the local your local elections, first and foremost. Everything that's happening up here, you have to... Yes, that's shitty and that's terrible, but you got to start here and making change here. Because if you don't... Yeah, that's true. If you don't, if you only focus on up top without the path up to the top, without hitting all the different steps along the way, then yeah. it's just going to keep happening. So. I learned more about how government works this week. What did you learn? Um... So it is a little bit different than the Tea Party, Indivisible, even though there's seemingly more people, more organized and more passionate and more correct <laughs> than the Tea Party was. Um, the Tea Party came in at a time when the Republican establishment, let's say, was also funding uh, an effort called like Red Flag or something, <laughs> like read something okay and they put a ton of money into state legislature races in 2010 and they picked up i think 700 seats okay right before the redistricting of 2010 and now there's not going to be another redistricting redistricting until like 2030 something i guess <laughs> And gerrymandering is really real. It's not like, well, if we organize enough, it's like... But that's also <laughs> the thing. That's one thing that we have within our power as residents of where we are. Is, I mean, we have that... I can't remember what that website is, but it's like find your swing Swingleft.org. After, yeah, after I learned um, this, someone posted swingleft.org, and I was like, I guess that's our only hope. That's what we can do. Um, and I feel like I feel okay with knowing that that's the next thing i, I just do. it also gave me a little bit more perspective because yeah <laughs> i'm expecting like oh well, obviously everyone realizes everything sucks and in 2018 it's gonna switch after just two years right but now i'm like we're probably gonna lose <laughs> for a long time i think before it's better it to better. have that mindset of like this is probably gonna happen because it didn't i mean even think about the tea party like i don't mean to like burst anyone's bubble like yeah it was an effective movement and they did they they flooded the town halls and they got some of the people they wanted elected but where are they now you know what i mean like yes the republicans control every 
division of government except for, I mean, I don't know if control is the right word, but like the judiciary branch. <laughs> they haven't abolished. By one. Yeah. Um, but like, where are they now? And like, why is that? Like, they, did they just like think, oh, we won. Like, we got these, whatever. What? Like, I don't know. I just feel like. No, they're still around. Yeah. There was one congressman that, um, quote unquote, canceled his town hall, but secretly didn't cancel it and only met with the tea partiers. Oh. <laughs> and then the indivisible Democrat people showed up and. Hey. Is that the Utah guy? <laughs> it wasn't the Utah oh. guy because that was another thing that happened that was good or at least fun. I guess it was also terrible where all. Like over a thousand constituents showed up to this uh, Shavitz's town hall, who is the uh, congressional oversight committee guy or whatever in Utah for the country. Oh, he's, he's the one that oh. prosecutes like Hillary for Benghazi. He's the one that like goes after the president for stuff. <laughs> I like how you that in that sentence it sounds like Hillary's the president. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they were chanting, do your job to him. There's yeah. great videos on Twitter of all the questions people asked. And there's this little girl that asked about science and stuck it to him and said, do you believe in science? I do. And then she like walked away. Oh my God. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think that's important. Like that's, that's, those are the videos and things. That's what I don't remember seeing last time. Cause I was, I just didn't want to see tea party anything. So now it's like kind of fun. Like oh, that's us. We're the ones that are <laughs> yeah. we're mad. We're filling the town halls. So, um, and I think the other day I did a quick, like, we're, you know, find my town hall, but there hasn't been anything. Right. I feel like I'm not doing anything, but there's nothing going on. So, right. And one of the things I wrote about, um, just in my own like personal notes or whatever, was to like, we should really thank Gary Peters, Debbie Stabenow, and Debbie Dingle, because Gary Peters and Debbie Stabenow have been especially vocal, um, vocal against sessions, vocal against Betsy DeVos, like they've... That's true. They they've introduced been, yeah. um, a bill to change a tax law about um, outsourcing jobs. Did you hear about that? No. <clears throat> this came up in like 2014. Wait, forcing the Trump administration to follow through on one of its campaign promises? Yeah, so this came up in 2014 or something where there was this bill, because um, in the Bush administration, they enacted a... Uh, a tax cut so that you could claim a tax credit if you outsource jobs to another country. Oh dear. And they want to reverse that. So you can't do that. And you, um, why would they do that? I have no fucking idea. So you can, well, it's, you get reimbursed for the costs of like moving, moving, <clears throat> but you don't, if you come the other way, if you come back. So they want to reverse that. That makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. So it's a really good bill to introduce political-wise to be like, look, they won't pass this. Yeah. So there's already um, there's already political ads out to get uh, Debbie Stabenow. And uh, we can use that to fight back. So yeah. that's good. Yeah. And I, um, I signed up for their, like, hers... Debbie Dingles and Gary Peters like newsletters. Debbie Stabman is the only one that I've gotten. <laughs> like <Yeah>. twice <laughs> I've gotten like two issues of it. And it's all local issues. Like there's no there's no mention of anti Trump anything, like any of the stuff that she's actually like protesting or being part of in the Senate. Like there's none of that, which I'm okay with because I know she's doing it and it's making news in other venues. I think her newsletter is really focused on, hey, here are the things I'm doing for Michiganders that are that directly impact you which i was surprised because i just assumed it would be like look at all these cool things i'm doing for the country and it's like no like it's actually tailored to michiganders yeah and um so i just i mean i don't they're not listening to this but thank you (laughs) for doing like i feel like they're really listening and they're really they're tuned in right now and i mean debbie dingle bless her heart she, like, the day after the election, they interviewed her on Michigan Radio, and they were like, you know, you said you saw this coming. And she was like, yeah, I did. And I invited the Clinton campaign to come talk to, like, the average Joe, and they, like, did, but it was, like, way too late. And, like, she knew, like, she was really in tune with the political climate of 
working class white America um, yeah. did her part. Like she tried to get things done. And I really appreciate that um, foresight and I appreciate what they're doing now. So thanks guys. Yeah. I feel like um, I appreciate them. I thought the more I learned, yeah. I'd be like, well, uh-huh. we got to get someone that's, Different. that's more, it's more progressive. But, I mean, they seem pretty good. Speaking of more progressive, do you... What's going to happen? Do you think that these leftists, these people protesting and these people showing up at town halls, are we? Are they going to... Are we going to break from the... Are we going to be like that, uh, the Tea Party of the Democrats? Or is there... Is I the, don't... Are we going to pull the party <laughs> left? There's so much... The pessimist in me says that even though this movement is big, period, uh, not period, not the end of that sentence, even though, even comma. though, <laughs> even though <laughs> this movement is big, comma, maybe semicolon? No. No. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work because the Republicans have already rigged the whole system with the districts. Yeah. Maybe we'll get Congress. Like from the ground up, they've... Yeah, from the ground up, from 2010, starting in like 2009, when they organized this thing, this coup of our government, where they would have a big majority based on having literally less than the majority of votes. Um, so yeah, they control everything because they played the game. But do you think do you think it's possible for a progressive candidate to speak to the same people who voted for Trump, many of which voted for Obama, to speak to them and get their vote? Or do you think it has things have to get so bad with Trump and the administration and the Republican-led government that they that that has to get so bad first? Like, do you think that they could just yeah, swoop in I in 2018? Think... Or do you think it has to be, like, 2020, wow, things are real bad for us still. Or do you think it's going to be another eight years? I think a few things have to happen. If it's going to happen, if we're going to switch the house, there's two problems <laughs> that, I've, <laughs> that I've surmised. There's one problem that we're running into with the house and one for the Senate. One for the Senate is, in 2018, there's only, I think, eight Republican seats that are up for re-election, but like 25 Democratic. So oh. we have a huge fight just to just keep the seats we have. It's not gonna and happen. like the extra mile of that fight is going to be gaining seats. Right. But do you know what states those few? I don't. I think it's are? like mostly the Southwest states. Okay. Um, Which there's more of a, ch- I was, there's more of a chance there than, Texas, I guess. Well, I mean, Texas is there, it's, but like it's, I think it's up, up and left, up and west of Texas. Yeah. Um, so in the Senate, where it's two seats per state, we gained seats just this past election in 2016 already in the Senate. But it's just going to be hard because there's so many at free election in 2018 when Democratic turnout is typically way lower mm-hmm. <laughs> in midterm elections. So we're already like probably We're in the hole we're already. Already in the hole historically. Of, yeah. But we're also kind of not in the hole historically, because usually <laughs> midterm elections go the opposite way of the yeah. general election. So like we have these two kind it's of so, forces. It's so hard to predict so what's gonna happen. <laughs> but also is. wait, the house yeah. is different. In the house everything's super gerrymandered. So like there's almost no, and when we're way, way in the hole, it's not like two seats like the Senate. It's We've like, been in the hole for a while. <laughs> We've had been a in the hole. Democratically led house since Republican led house since 2010. Yeah. By like a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> I just don't see us gaining control of the house, but if we can get the Senate, which is, I mean, let's be honest. That'd be cool. Better. Better. <laughs> um, yeah, I, like we have less, I I would say we have the next. We have twenty seventeen to like get the message together. Yeah, there's like, there's then, two years almost yeah. to. 
it's not enough time to get this cohesive. Like there is not a cohesive message. The message has been resist, which I guess is cohesive in a way, but that doesn't say what's next. Okay. We resist. What's our, well, we don't even have a new DNC chair. Uh, uh, it's so <laughs> annoying. No, I don't even, I, I'm just upset about Nate, one Nancy. Well, oh, there's, Wasserman, you mean? Wait, who? No, I was having flashbacks to the House (laughs) Minority Leader shit. And then DNC, I'm just thinking it's going to go the same way. I feel like we're going to, they're not going to, who would you, who would you pick for DNC head? Or who would you think would be a good fit? Do you have an opinion? I, let me, let me, I was going to say, I was going to say something about this and that's literally all I know. So I'll just finish. Yeah. Um, the DNC chair, I all I watched uh, uh, Keith Ellison, El- Ellison, yeah, the Muslim guy, yeah, talk with Michael Moore on Facebook Live about what he wants to do and how he wants to be more like grassroots, like get in there and talk to all the small places, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was cool. And he recognized the problem with like state governments so that we have to do stuff. Um, so I guess that's what they do. I don't even really, I didn't even know th- what this job was until like I watched that on Facebook live this week. Yeah. And then I don't know what you're talking about. With- well, I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking like there was a debate, not a debate, but like a um, series of, I don't even know what, but like conversations about potential DNC chairs and they were just all like blah, except for Keith. But my fear is, He's Muslim. Okay, but he's. Do you not... want to alienate? Like th- that's such a. <laughs> no, but he's so behind the scenes. That's not like. I know. President. No, I know, but I just feel like, and I'm not saying I don't. I want him to. I want him to be, the representative of the leader of the party in that way. Democrats should lean in. If I'm being honest. Yeah, they should just. Run I with it. am pushing for him because it would, like, signal that. We're not giving into that subtext of Bernieism where we're abandoning our multiculturalism, yeah. like social justice side, to be more like let's get the whites back. Right, but even like, and even Hillary's a little guilty of that with her Tim Kaine pick. You yeah, know what I mean, like she yeah, could have, she could have leaned in. Wh- she could have picked. I think that's part of it yeah. for sure. But I think what I thought Tim Kaine was was, I guess. This isn't what I was going to say, but one, they're like best friends. So that's definitely why she picked him. <laughs> but two, she was like really confident. Yep. And Virginia or wherever he was from was Virginia. like one of those outside chance swing states that mm-hmm. would really at push her over the top at the time <laughs> yeah. that she had a chance in. And they were like, let's go for it. Cause they were going for, they were starting to run ads in like Texas right. <laughs> when yeah, she was way that. up top. It was, it was crazy. So that's fucked. But yeah, it would have been cool if she had a woman in her. Anyone that wasn't a white man. A woman of color who also happens to be Buddhist and... Gender non-conforming. Gender, yeah. Not actually... She goes by they. Pronoun. Yeah, I was going to say pronouns. They. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What would that be if they became president? It would just be like... Pres- just always president. Just president. Yeah. Hello? We have, or we have to come up with a new formal... Yeah. Pronoun. That'd be cool. These are the questions no one's asked. Madam, Mr. President, Madam President. Those are kind of boring. Anyway, no, I, yeah, we, that needs to be the inspiring message. We're inclusive. We are the party of everyone. But I feel like there was, and I've read a lot of like criticism against the Dems, but um, there's, this, I don't know what it's like weakness of the democratic party where they yeah. make everything about a social issue. And yeah. like, there's still people. There's like who, a shallowness to it. Yeah. Like they're not, it's less, it doesn't resonate with the average American necessarily. Yeah. It's less like progressivism, like big idea, working class socialist, improvements like the new deal and whatever the fuck it's more like anti-war like it switched around that time to be 
for like the Vietnam War. Right, and that's the thing. You think about it, like that was more like a cultural movement. And civil rights were like the two biggest. Well, we can do both. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I. But they shouldn't abandon that just to go back to like right. let's only let's. Well, that's why we lost because we're so we're focused on who's going to use the bathroom. I'm like that affects people. Like, don't yeah. put that down, bro. Like. But that's the thing. Like, do you think we need to focus on like two or three big issues? Because right now it does seem that the Trump administration is coming for all of the things. Yeah. And how do we how do we get people to think I mean, voting for a Democrat yeah. is a good idea when they thought voting for Trump was a good idea? I think. I feel like I have no. Yeah. I feel like I have no experience or like authority to say whatever the fuck I think about what the democratic party should do since I'm like, so not who they need to go for. But I think <laughs> they should, but, but, the th- but I want to on... challenge you on that though. They should be fighting for you and they should be focusing on you that I don't, I'm sick of being like the given, like yeah. you have to vote for the Democrats. Well, because, not just that, yeah. but like, I'm sick of feeling like, cause this election was a huge wake up call, right? For me, Lifelong Democrat, proud to be a Democrat, would argue with people, you know, I'm a Democrat and you're a Republican, you're dumb, right? Like, I had very strong convictions that my way was, would end the right way, and that this time around, the world had my back, or the states had my back. People, reasonable people, people who could get passionate and fired up about Hillary, were going to make it happen, right? And so when it didn't happen, I was like, oh shit, this message does not resonate with everybody. Like, why is that? And then I started thinking more about, like, who was putting the message out there? And, like, what is the what is the party? And, like, what are they doing? And, like, all this shitty, shady stuff with Debbie Wasserman Schultz and, like, all of that shit. And, like, just, I mean, there's just so much that was, like, I don't, I'm not proud of them. Like, I'm proud of the debates. The deba- I loved seeing the debates. I feel like it was about issues. And it reminded me of, like, the potential that we have as a country to really talk about smart things versus yeah. the Republican debates, which is just like name calling debauchery and bullshit. Um, but that resonated with people. It was good TV. Right. And that's where, that's kind of where we are. And so looking back, you know, I want the Democrats should fight for the vote. They weren't fighting. They assumed, they assumed everything was going to work out in their favor. Yes. They assumed polls, <laughs> We're accurate because they have been, okay, for the most part. Like I've said, but before. I feel like they should work for it. I want them to work. F- I want them to work it. You better work. Yeah, I want them to be like. I don't mean t- I'm not contr- being contrarian to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant I don't. I misrepresented my views by coming off like I don't mean that because I was trying to no, say no, exactly no. that before. No, I know. But yeah, so they should they should lean in. They should yeah. do more for me. They shouldn't be like. Oh, well, we got all caught up in those bathroom bills. They should be like, what else does the trans community need? <laughs> what yeah. else can we do for you? How can we fight for you? How can we uh, promote and, more trans candidates for office? Yeah. How can we, like, not only that, but like even like, just in, like their, as one example. Even in their like day to day. Because like in, in the House, and in the Senate, when they're debating things, they have to give points. They have to like debate. They have to really debate bills yeah. and things like that. And one of the things I've noticed is that if it's just like a, so think something like a generic, like healthcare bill or something that would improve healthcare for Americans, they don't often get specific and that's on purpose, but like, it would be nice to hear occasionally in the news coverage. Wow. That Senator mentioned specific health issues that affect everyone. Like they always have like categories, like gotta, gotta mention the blacks, gotta mention the LGBT community <laughs> got to mention women, right? They always have these like generic, like yeah. groups. And it's like, no, what's a sp- what, what's an example of a LGBT health issue? Is it sexually transmitted disease? Like, where are you going with it? Like, what is it? Right. Is it mm-hmm. hormones? Like, what they is do, it? I mean, I heard a lot of that. I know. But... always be like, and we gotta make sure this is my Hillary voice. We gotta make sure that gay Americans have, the right to marry, you know, like, you know, yeah. they'd like throw out an issue with it. She like, would like, they do that. I know, but, but I know what that, you're saying. No, I just feel like it's not, um, 
anyway. Like, you have to, pr- you have to force, you have to talk about it to, for it to be, I don't know, I feel like the Republicans and the Tea Party, they all did such a good job of putting these, like, catchwords and these, like, ideas out there, like, climate change is a hoax! Like, <laughs> all of that is just so pervasive and out there, like, where's the Democratic version of that? There's no, like, cohesive, like... The closest thing we got was, yes, we can. You know what I mean? Like, that was the closest thing we got yeah. to, like, some sort of, like, thing that everyone could, that everyone, like, could cling on to and I be like, you're, oh, I, I like think that. you're starting to get into a whole other thing. I know. I just, I want them, to, I want our, what do you want? I just, I just want so much. I, I was trying to say, <laughs> I was trying to say, I think what would work like what would work and what would be good and what I'd be proud of is Bernieism, where he's focusing on issues that affect all Americans, like yeah. your social safety net is like the social safety net is like an issue. <laughs> like you don't you don't know how good this is for you. Let me explain. Let me have a town hall on t- CNN about yeah. <laughs> about the social safety net and have like um, a big part of all my speeches be about uh, Medicare and saving social security. And like, so that's one thing they should focus on that because that's a big part of the democratic base that is different than Republicans. They don't want to destroy make everything private and they should defend that because it's under attack. They should defend the idea of like, Government programs, like, the reason public education is good. Because people don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah. They should do that and focus on, like, employment. Like, jobs in the economy. And then, like, as an aside, <laughs> mention that when we do these things, we should add a provision where, like, trans Americans can get their sex change operation for free on Medicare. Like it should be included. Like it probably is now, but like, can I, it should be part of the big issues. Yeah. Can I posit an idea? I know you're like, I don't know if I don't want to interrupt. I'm done. Okay. I, I think it would be such a good idea. So I'm watching SNL this weekend. Kind of made me remember this. Remember when in the people's court scene, she was like, I don't want to freak out every time there's a CNN alert. Like I'm just so good. Um, I think it would be so refreshing to have some sort of like weekly or like bi-weekly or some sort of like television program. <laughs> and I'm all for it. If this is just a half hour with Bernie Sanders just talking about shit, yeah. I'm all for it. But just every week, some sort of like feel good, relatively speaking, not like super dreadful, but like some sort of like just like discussion, not necessarily debate, like discussion um, chat, presentation, whatever, of just a counter to like everything that's been going on in the administration. Like, actually, here's a, another idea that would be really good, and here's why, and here's how it can affect you. One, it should be consistent because then by the time the next election comes around, we've gotten used to this person, probably Bernie or someone like him, or a group of people that he invites. We're used to them. We feel good about what they're saying. It makes sense to us. It's speaking to us through TV, which is our medium of choice. Or Facebook Live. Or Facebook Live, which it happens, but it's not like, it's in protest, right? A lot of it's been like, here's the speech I'm giving anti this. (laughs) I'm reading the rest of this letter because they wouldn't let me do it in this. Which is great. That needs to happen. However, we don't have like a positive like counter. Mm -hmm. We don't have that feel good. Nancy Pelosi does have weekly press conferences. And be be reminded, this is only the third week. So. Right. But I mean, like something bigger than that. Like I'm thinking. Talking directly to voters. Yeah. My idea was, uh, you know, kind of, I don't want to call a town hall. I don't want to call whatever, but like say, let's just say it's Bernie Sanders, for example. So Bernie Sanders, it's the first episode of the show. Bernie Sanders comes out and he's like, (laughs) America, we're starting this show. (laughs) <laughs> because we want to help educate and inform the public and provide ideas that are different than what's happening in the administration. Like it's just an idea, like ideas and presentations and, and you know, the week has some shitty news and he comes at it with like, mm-hmm. okay, here's actually the logical reasoning. Behind he did this. have that tour where he like, there were those like clickbait articles where he's like, 
It was like, Bernie turns a voter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that? But, I mean, like, something that's, like, sneak, sneakily educational, but, like, feel good, because a lot of what's coming out of, it is a lot of vitriol and, like, divisiveness, but there isn't a lot of, like... I'm fighting yeah, for Yeah, guys, you. here's some craziness that's going on, but let's actually, like, talk about it in a professional... Yeah. civil manner if, if, and talk about why it's wrong here's the, without here's being the like Trump's I don't know mentally how unstable. Gonna, how, are you, how, are you, how is this going to get attention? No, that doesn't matter. That's the thing. It can't be ratings driven. It has to just be for the sake of that's it. That's true. But it could go on PBS. It could go on... People would want to... People would watch that. Yeah. I it would watch go, it. It should go on an accessible... I mean, that's what went wrong. Democrats have all these good ideas, but... There's no. F- they were always on defense. Polish. There's yeah. no like. Here's what we can really do with government. Let's talk about it. And you can make <laughs> you can make it work. You can make it look like it can work. Because I think what we. I mean, it's almost like a real life like Parks and Rec. <laughs> like yeah, something Leslie Nope would do. Like hi, Bonnie. And this week of my show, I'm going to talk about how this park I cleaned up and like. Well, how that works with Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. So, and like, yeah, the Bernie could have, it could be a fucking Bernie talk show. I don't give a fuck, but he just has people on who like talk about real things and they can talk, they can address the fear and the dread, but they shouldn't do it in a, this is ridiculous. This is so alarming. They should do it in a way that's like, people were not going to get freaked out by watching it. Yeah. Because then you're just going to turn it off. It's going to be an extra. Well, let's start it. <laughs> I know. This, this is it right now. But I just feel like the Democrats don't, America doesn't have a clear idea of who the Democrats are. The Democrats don't have a clear idea of who they are. Yeah, they especially now that the party is splintering. Um, yeah. Well, let's call our senators with this, this idea. <laughs> I just feel like, and also, Trump, to his credit, was a welcome addition to American television watching households for many a year. No yeah. one watched The Apprentice and went, that guy's a fucking dickhead. They all thought, like my mom, who hates him. I loved The Apprentice. Loved it, so good. <laughs> wow, Trump's really smart. He fired the right person. Wow, that's so smart. Wow, Ivanka's really smart. Well, I smart, thought smart, he smart, was smart. a dumbass, but I love the show. I never thought he was dumb. I always thought like, oh, he's a businessman. Like he, he knows when someone's a, like doesn't yeah, no, work out, right? Yeah, I he was a dumbass, but I didn't like him. I didn't think I didn't get any sense of like racist, misogynist, anything. I thought he's just an older guy, well, sexist, little sexist. But it was <laughs> like it was like that. harmless. It but was it was like, like, oh, it's like your dad. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but if we had not The Apprentice, but like a show where that progressive person is in everyone's homes all the time, you're, so you just get used. You're welcoming this person to your home. You're getting used to them. By the time the election rolls around, they're voting for Johnny Carson or they're voting for. Whoever it is that they're, they've been <laughs> yeah. welcoming into their home for yeah. fifty-two weeks, I just feel like we don't have we don't have that familiarity with mm-hmm. our lawmakers anymore. There's so much distrust, and that's true. We don't have like there's too much cynicism. Is like Ronald the, Reagan the death of democracy? Like if everyone's <laughs> if everyone's just like this isn't gonna work, and just fuck it, it's not gonna work. So I know when you read like the Constitution or even like narrow in on like the amendments or like the bill of rights or i mean not i won't say the declaration of independence because that's not really a governing document it's just like an announcement mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. hey we're not doing this anymore but when you read the constitution yeah a lot of it's dry but it's inspiring to look back and go wow mm-hmm. we did that yeah people don't know that like democrats want to do things for them <laughs> they they don't know that Democrats want to get affordable health care as a right to everyone, and they want to do it with X, Y, and Z. And here are the pros and cons. And here's what we'd need to Why, help though? with the cons. Why? Because there's not your show. <laughs> no. The <laughs> well, yeah, there's not my show, but who yelled the loudest in opposition to Obamacare? You know what I mean? Like, who got the message out? Stronger than anybody. The message against it. Yeah. Like that was way louder and way more pervasive than this is going to be a great thing for all people. Like anytime Obama would go on and talk about the Affordable Care Act or anybody would, it was like so just like, it was chill. It was just like <laughs> a shrug. And chill. It was just like, yeah, we like want a heavy sigh. We want to do this for all people. Let me be clear. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was just 
chill. It wasn't yeah. like. People and then when the Republicans when the Republicans get out there and they're like, "This is socialism. This is evil." Like they invoke scripture. Like they get fired <laughs> up about these yeah. things. Like we don't get fired up because we're so liberal elitist hippy dippy like we don't give a fuck about anything it's like we need to start giving a fuck we need to start showing it we need to start showing congress people crying and getting mad and like yelling and like it's one thing that's happening i mean i think it's it's happening but but like even bernie when he talks about like oh trump's a fraud he's so measured he's so just like he's a fraud listen like he's just so chill and that's great that's not his personality but we need those people out there who are like the people are angry I'm angry. Like, even during the Women's March, there were a few speakers yeah. that I saw who were like, we won't, like, we're not going to do this anymore. But mo- for the most part, I mean, I know the Women's March wasn't yeah, the venue for this, but there needs to be that, like, I don't know. I'm just thinking about, like, Martin Luther King. Like, I have a dream. Like, ah, like take us to church. <laughs> like, like Cory Booker. Like, you, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer are never going to take us to church. They're not. Yeah. They're just going to be like, we are smart. <laughs> we thought this through. Like, where are the passionate Democrats? I, I don't know. Like, even Hillary. She, could, <laughs> she just came off that really poor. like, what is that? What is she? Is she yelling at us? I don't understand. Oh, that poor woman. They were like, be more, <laughs> be more emotional. And she's like, yeah. I really believe in America. Yeah. I mean, we we do like that's one of those sad truths. Like we need those charismatic, yeah, people out there putting the message out. And I don't feel like you, like you can hire someone to do it. Like you don't need to, you don't need to actually know anything. Just pay an actor to like go out there and be like, I feel you. Not like a famous actor, but like an actor who's pretending to be a politician. We need all be the help we can get right now. Yeah. And is there my, anyone? My I mean, cents. Elizabeth Warren gets fired up. Cory Booker but, gets fired up. I don't like Cory Booker's fired up. It's too chill. Yeah. It's not inspiring. It's like, I'm mad. It's like, I'm mad too. I'm mad that he's like taking money and not passing bills about <laughs> health, like cheaper drugs from Canada. Yeah. But but again, Elizabeth Warren <laughs> too. Like she gets upset and she gets like into it, but like it's, it's, it's almost like she's scared to like <laughs> go there. <laughs> like I want... I don't know. I just feel like we don't we don't yeah. have a daddy. We don't have a charismatic daddy anymore. Yeah. Obama left us. He's on vacation. He's fucking hang gliding in the Caribbean. Didn't Obama? Uh, maybe we'll get a new senator in twenty eighteen. That's like legit. <laughs> Brent's face is like I don't fucking know. Maybe. <laughs> oh, you're anticipating being alive and. A year? Yeah, I don't know. No, we'll get through it. I just feel like there's so much the us uh, you know, uh, uh, who are resisting need to do. Mm-hmm. And that's overwhelming. Like that's like, uh, like yeah. ugh, I don't want to. I'm sick of like yelling. I'm sick of writing. But like we have to do it. If we don't do it, yeah. Then what? That's that's think, worse. Um, this conversation is good. There's a lot we could have talked about this week that was just really scary and terrible. Give some bullet points. <laughs> Do you want to do you want to go there? Um, no. <laughs> uh, some good things that happened were SNL got its highest ratings in six years thanks to Alec Baldwin and Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, that Melissa McCarthy YouTube clip for the first one has twenty two million views. Shit, and that's two days. <laughs> no, that's a they week and two days. Oh, the first one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, and even uh, one of my favies was oh my god, Kate McKinnon is just killing she. She impersonates everybody. Everything. She does Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Elizabeth Warren, Jeff Sessions, Hillary Clinton. Betsy DeVos. Oh, Betsy DeVos. <laughs> uh, Kellyanne Conway. Yeah. Like, she's everyone. Yeah. I think my favorite, one of my favorites, now, and it, like, there's the lady that gets abducted by aliens or whatever, but yeah. there's also the, um, whenever she does the, like, poor Russian woman. <laughs> <laughs> I love her! <laughs> it's so good! It's like the same thing, but yeah, it's, it's so good. Same fucking thing. Kate McKinnon's pure. She's she's the one true. She should be the spokesperson for the Democratic Party. I wish she, I would Charisma. vote for her. Our first lesbian president. I would love. Maybe we will. Maybe she will. McKinnon 08. Or McKinnon 18. Sounds good. Yeah. Can you imagine it? Well, I, Al Franken did it. Al Franken was on SNL. <laughs> I know. 
Wait, he was on SNL? I thought he was yeah, just he a comedian. Was, no, he was on SNL. He was um, the guy that would like stare at himself in the mirror and go, you're special. Mm. You matter. Yeah. And you're going to have a great day. Like, it was, he was that guy. I don't know. Was smiley? Yeah. I can't remember his name. Do you... This is a total, totally new topic, but do you ever watch uh, Bill Maurer? I used to watch him more consistently, but I don't watch him consistently. I've seen him. Is he... How is it? How's he doing? I know he's, he's, he's um, the biggest... really, like, right. trying to thread this needle and he's not succeeding. What needle would that be? <laughs> Where he's like denouncing all religions. Oh, he's always been that way though. By saying like it really is Islam's fault <laughs> for terrorism in like a liberal way and it's like can you not well, can you just like I mean, not? I see his point in in tying extremism to dogma period yeah. not like not specific he's right and he'll go on this historical tangent yeah. where, like it used to be christianity yeah, crusades in the 1500s or whatever the fuck that was like the extremist religion and now it's islam and it's like but you're missing the nuance in your bombastic interview <laughs> where like you're that's beside the point <laughs> that they think they're tied to Islam because all you're really doing is making more people hate Muslims. <laughs> like that's all you're doing. You're not succeeding in doing anything. But do you think that he, I feel like he, he knows who's watching his show. He knows that the weak of heart aren't watching his show. But the people that would be like, Oh wow. He has a point. Fuck Muslim. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he, I don't think, I mean, maybe there's someone out there watching Bill Maher who's like, oh my God, I've never thought about this. But I think Bill Maher is very confident in his audience because he, it is hard to watch sometimes if you're not like, I can't completely bought in. Colin puts it on all the time and I'm like, oh, there are sometimes like, he'll say things that I'm just like, oh, I don't, uh, 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 the liberal, like PC part of me is like, oh, I don't do that. But, Part of me also is like, hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Let me think that through. Okay, I he disagree with you. Or, okay, one of those people after the election that was like, you know, we just ignored white people. And it's like, can you, can you just stop? Stop. He was like, made the subtext of Bernieism text. <laughs> he was just like, fuck all these minority groups. Oh, they I made see. us lose, and it's like you're such an asshole. Yeah. Anyway, I don't like him. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. I have to take him in small doses. Probably why I don't watch consistently. Anymore, and then he'll but... always have like fucking Piers Morgan on, but then like two like people that are right, like two like liberal people that are like Bill. What the fuck? Yeah. And it's like I just hate that. I hate cable. <laughs> I hate <laughs> all those like cable newsy shows that like have quote unquote like conversations where everyone's just arguing their point the whole time and nothing ever happens. Yeah. I hate it. There was one episode I saw of Bill Maher where he, there's like two or three people who are involved in politics and like conservative and liberal. And then he had, um, J- um, John Krasinski who played Jim on the office there. who's talking about his movie about Benghazi and like, he looks so uncomfortable <laughs> and he's so cute. And I just think Jim, like what, what would Jim be thinking in the situation? And Jim would be like, I don't want to be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, he tries to like get a word in cause he has like family in the military and like, he's trying to talk about like real life and Bill just like talks over him and it's just like not, he doesn't like, and John Krasinski's not like super like aggressive and he's not like mad or anything like that, but you can tell it's like, yeah. it's just uncomfortable. Like, no one goes on that show thinking. So, what I remember another episode I saw where Cornell West? Wait, the guy, he's like a doctor guy. He's like crazy hair and glasses. But he went on and um, Bill Maher was like talking about Hillary and Cornell was like, but, we ha- but they're talking about African Americans and how 
you know, they're they're going to vote for Hillary. Like, they're not going to vote for Bernie. And Cornel West was like, they don't know Brother Bernie. They don't know Brother Bernie. And you got, they got to get to know Brother Bernie. And I just remember, like, that was what? one thing. Looking back, like, oh, yeah, like, I kind of see what he was saying. But Bill Maher was like, no. Hmm. It was, and it was weird. It was just a weird, there are weird interactions on that program. Yeah. It's not great. It's not like... It's it's us, it's usually not very insightful. <laughs> I will say, if you're gonna have fucking Pierce Morgan on, it's it's like Kellyanne Conway. It's Can like the same thing. Pierce Morgan. Another thing that happened this week, but Twitter feud between Pierce Morgan and J.K. Rowling. <laughs> oh like God. when you piss J.K. Rowling off, like you've gone too far. She wrote she wrote fucking Harry Potter. He pissed Lady Gaga off. He pissed off everybody. Everyone. He's just a shit stain of a human being. I didn't know. I thought he was like, he looks like a liberal. Like, I, like yeah. I didn't. I don't know what I knew him from, but I just recently found out he was. He like was an on asshole. some like not X Factor, something like that. Like one of those yeah. game shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was just like Simon not Cowell. an idiot. We, Simon Cowell Light. Yeah, yeah. I think he was Simon Cowell yeah. Light on one of those shows. But he, he, yeah. he is like he's not as nasty, but he's a nasty human being. Um, I just wanted to publicly state that I hate Bill Maher. Yeah, go you. I'm okay <laughs> with him. I see what he's trying to say. But I, again, it's, he's, he's what I used to think. Michael, like Michael Moore for me was hard to swallow a lot of the time. But yeah, now I'm like, Michael Moore. <laughs> yes. I know. Like I get Same. it now. And before, like in the, like even like in the, in yeah, after the Bush era, Michael Moore was still saying the same stuff. And we were, but everyone was like, it's fine. Obama's president. Things are fine. But Michael Moore was still like critically thinking about everything. And I just, I totally dismissed his wacky worldview. But in the days leading up to the election and then election night and then like n- till now, it's like, oh my God, Michael Moore, you are like on fire. Like, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. Like, he was one of the first people that was like, demagogue authoritarianism this is bad like he was like one of the first people i remember saying that and i was just like okay i see what you're saying and then it happened and then he's like still saying it and now everyone's saying it and it's like oh yeah he was right he's smart yeah he wasn't even on my radar yeah i just knew that my sister was really into him in the bush years yeah and it was like real cringy yeah it was just like oh god i watched my mom had to watch um Bowling for Columbine for like a class she was taking. Mm-hmm. So I went with her in like middle school yeah. or high school and it was like, oh my God. Like, yeah, I didn't get it until this year. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, and that's, that's something too. I guess I'm learning, you know, I'm the kind of person that thinks oh, I'm so open minded. Like, I, I can listen to other people's worldviews and whatever. And like, I'm realizing like, I've got work to do. Okay, but like to, to, sometimes, no, I know <laughs> they're just wrong. I know, but I'm saying like, yeah, not just Michael Moore, but like any sort of like, I I do have a habit of dismissing outright. Like that's a dumb point of view, and I don't. I tend to like, and this is natural human response to things. I read and I learned about in that one book I talked about several weeks ago, but we have our gut reactions and we do everything in our power to back those gut reactions up. So my challenge is to like sense that coming on and just like pause it for a second or just like really try to think like, where is this strong feeling coming from? What am I hearing that I'm responding so strongly against or for whatever? And then how can I like take steps back to really critically think about this? It's hard. We're not built to be logicians or critical. Or we're not built like that. We're built to be like logicians. Yeah, like we're that's not good we're word. not Vulcans. We're not like that's highly illogical. That's very logical. We don't run our lives based on logic. We run our lives based on emotion and feeling. Hence elections. <laughs> like, that's true, yeah. So, um yeah. Uh yeah. That was Sean. That was me. That was Sean. Uh yeah. Uh yeah. Uh hey Brad, uh you ready to talk about uh the Shut up! State of the world. Shut up! Uh, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Um, this is really oh great, this is really great podcasting right here. Ooh, are we? We should. Is there like an awards 
podcast awards that we can register for. <laughs> we can like submit our <laughs> two <laughs> listeners a week. <laughs> like, yeah. What are the criteria? It's for my it? sister and my mom. Aw. <laughs> hey, Mo. Hey, mom. No, I think she just listened hey, last T. week. Oh, that's cute. Oh, because Teresa. Oh, because Teresa. Fuck Teresa you, Teresa. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, Teresa. No, I love her. She's great. Uh, <laughs> I do too. And I didn't mean that you were cringy when you listened to Michael Moore. I mean, I thought Michael Moore was cringy back then, but now I don't. <laughs> just to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> Since I know you're listening. Yeah. Oh, speaking of listeners, Mindy called me. I need to call her back. <laughs> she might be listening. She might have caught up, caught up to this podcast by now. I'm just going to listen and be like, that fucker never called I me. I know, right? <laughs> he, I know what he's doing. No, I'll call her on my way home. Actually, I'll listen to her voicemail first. This is the part I'll of the podcast her. where we just talk to people that we think are listening. Hi. <laughs> um, what are your, do you have any goals this week? I don't even have to be related to the election. <laughs> what are we, what should... What should our, maybe what should our viewers, our listeners do? You should like the Indivisible Guide Facebook page. That's all I'm doing. Oh, and find someone that's part of Forward Action Michigan if oh. you're in Michigan. Yeah, I think you, that's thank good, you for that. You invited me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a I, good group. It's like Pantsuit Nation, but if it was good. Huh. <laughs> well, Pantsuit Nation is, they're it's different. They're, different. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. Which it's what I thought is what it is. Pantsuit Nation was going to be. I will not lie to you. Pantsuit Nation, there are times that I don't click on it because I'm just like, I don't, I'm not in the mood for sappy whatever right now. But then there are other times I click on it when I'm like in the mood and I'm like, oh my God. Like There's just, some really good posts. There's some really good stuff. So I appreciated it for what it is. But yeah, it's not, they're not, their aim isn't to There's no organizing change. happening on that page. Yeah. Um, think goals. I would say, I would suggest... People to at this point they need to figure it out on their own. <laughs> oh my god, you're so right. Uh, I, I think I'm figure done. it out. If you need our help, you're in the wrong place. Yeah. If you need our help to just cheer you up, right place. Yeah. What are we not? We are not <laughs> We're not your advisors. What are we? We are your escape. And oh. we it would be my in my wildest dreams someone have a thought. I inspired a thought in someone. Yeah. That's I will say if you are actually someone that follows this podcast and you would prefer that we actually put the work in to go over all the big news instead of like one topic a week that strikes our fancy like we did this week, uh, let me know and I guess we can go back. Yeah, it's who just, knew, this, who, this works better for me. Who knew that we had options? Yeah. We're, yeah. Expo- we're still learning and growing. This is week 14. We're still figuring it out. But yeah, I think what it's have good. you done in the last fourteen <laughs> weeks? Yeah, we <laughs> had fourteen of these motherfuckers, that's bitches. A, that's fourteen hours. Oh my gosh, twenty-four will be a day. <gasps> I don't know why that's in exciting. Ten, well, in ten weeks, we'll be impeached. <laughs> that, that's our prediction. That's Sean's prediction. 20, week twenty-four, or there, well, week twenty-four of this podcast in ten weeks. <laughs> I'm going to mention this in the last two minutes of this podcast, but there were like the first step of impeachment filed. And they've just been sitting there. <laughs> yeah, not like it's going to stay at that step. But <laughs> yeah. it happened. Someone like found a legitimate reason that he might possibly could be impeached and they like filed an inquiry or whatever the fuck. Oh, I have a request. If you're listening, just to piss Sean off, you should write a fake bad review. <laughs> do it. Be like, I hate you guys. What do you... This week's question. What do you hate about surviving President Trump? Let us know. You can't or say... me personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What do you hate about me personally? Are you asking me right now? Because I have a couple of things. Like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm asking you right now. You know what? I should get ready. Go. No, don't. I. You're <laughs> too good a friend. Oh, <laughs> tell me about your strengths and your weaknesses. Well, I care too much. <laughs> That's Brent right now. <laughs> Um, go to Facebook if you're going to talk to us surviving President Trump let us know how the fuck you found us if you don't know us personally because I would like to know what's yeah. happening because I know for a fact I've never fucking met some of you <laughs> and I want to know who you are because I don't know what's happening did I pick a good name did you just <laughs> did you just find Was it, did you see the image the, the profile image and you were like yowza that draws me in yeah maybe you're like a friend of a friend Maybe you're someone's uncle. 
I don't Did know. someone share this on their Facebook? I know, I know they didn't because I've n- <laughs> we tracked that I, shit. I track it. No one's ever shared our posts. Um, are you a uh, employee at Homeland Security who is scouting us out? Are you? Are you a hired hand who is going to kill us? And track us down. I did. I didn't ever. I didn't talk about this on this podcast, but I did get a death threat from a Trump supporter. Not through this podcast, just through commenting on one of my friend's posts. Oh, a death threat? Mm-hmm. I feel like I should be proud of you. He, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think his name was Cody, and he lives in Livonia, and he was like, I get out to Ann Arbor all the time. It, it might be at a club, or a bar, or a restaurant. Did you report But one day, shit? it'll happen, and you'll see what happens. And I have a screenshot in case I ever want to go to the police, but... You should report that to Facebook. Yeah. You should absolutely report. Oh my god, Sean! I mean, I don't no, know. I won't stand for it. <laughs> we need someone to get angry. I'm angry. If I should turn up dead, it was Cody. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Well, where did you? You need to like share this with me so I have something yeah, to. Okay, I'll share it with you. I'll post it publicly. Do you have like a timestamp? Just yeah, you should post it publicly. And be like no, this fucker. No, doxing is never okay. Doxing. <laughs> That's what means when you reveal someone's identity online for, like, nefarious purposes. So is the postal there? Can you please report it? I have a screenshot. Did you report it? Can you click report? No, I, I didn't. Offensive. Violates my human rights Maybe to exist. I, I don't. I have no fucking idea. Okay. But, um... At, least, at the very least, you can get suspended from Facebook. That's true, yeah. Being an asshole. God knows what he's posting on other people's shit. I know he deleted one of them, but like... You're saving another life. One of them was still up. Because there were more than one. (laughs) (laughs) On that note... Um, Survivingpresidenttrump.com. Bye! Bye!